The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. And we went to, uh, and we we were out on an island with uh, this place called the Hamilton Islands with uh, with my wife and kids and Julia living in the house down below. Sure. And at some point, that gets a little annoying because she's not there with her family. She comes up, you know, every morning, and we have to like bring her food and you know drive her around. And at some point, sounds you like get, you don't like her. No, I don't. At some point, it's like Julia Roberts, leave me alone. <laughs> You know, you get that So many men have that problem. Yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> Julia, please. Stop I get it. it. Yeah, George Clooney there. He was speaking on CBS's The Late Show about his recent onset dynamics with co-star Julia Roberts. Uh, what are your workplace relations like, though? Because the set is their workplace. Any such problems, I wonder, with boundaries? Well, today is Improve Your Office Date. That's right. It's been a year already. And to discuss how best to maintain a smooth working environment, we are joined by life coach Mark Fennell. Mark, you're very welcome uh, to the show. I mean, there's always going to be, where there are people, there's always going to be some conflict. I guess we should acknowledge that yeah, right out the gate, shouldn't we? Absolutely. And thanks very much for having me. Um, I think one of the things is that we are in a place of we may even get on with people for the most time, but exposure, uh, we may be with them for too much of time. Uh, and maybe even Julia Roberts gets annoying after a while. I don't know. <laughs> but but it's a fortunate position to be in. But the thing about it is difficult people make it all the worse. And sometimes you can't escape them if you're working with them and you're a colleague. And I think a, a big part of what I'm working with companies and corporates, it'll always come up. How do we deal with the difficult people? They're not always the customer. Sometimes they're the manager. Sometimes they're the colleague. And I think this is the, I suppose, the day that's in it. It is a good day to market because it is something that can really affect the job we're in. People will leave jobs if the people they're working with, they're not gelling or they're not vibing with or if it's a toxic environment. Mm. So learning to deal with difficult people is absolutely essential. And it's one of the things I'll always share on. Uh, one of the things I'll always say is this, not every battle is worth winning. Um, and I, I was, go- well, I was going, well, sorry, no, go on and well, make your point. Well, here's the thing. You see, I suppose we're, we're all humans and we all have an ego and the ego doesn't like to be disrespected or it doesn't like to be, you know, wrong. So, but sometimes, you know, you, there is an old saying, as you've heard, pick your battles. And sometimes some battles aren't worth winning. And uh, uh, most, I'll always say, I suppose, the, the wise leaders amongst us, so, so to speak, will always realize, you know, regardless of the battle, the outcome is more the focus mm. and should be more the objective. Well, if some battles are not worth winning, are some relationships not worth saving? Yeah, I, you know, is yeah. there does there come a point where you realize, you know what, we're just two people who, in any context, will never get along. We just clash, yin and yang, and maybe we shouldn't try it anymore. Yeah. Well, I always say. Some, you know, I, I'm going to say yes and no. Here's what I mean. If the person is like just, you know, makes you feel awful, they constantly disrespect and there's a constant and no effort to make any change. It's a toxic relationship. Well, then, you know, distance is your friend and keeping it professional is key. But if, for example, you know, it's an on off, sometimes we can learn a lot about ourselves and people through that challenge, through that kind of abrasiveness, because, you know, sometimes through abrasiveness, we do get a bit sharper. So, it depends on the level we can tolerate and it depends on our own toleration because some people are very resilient and more than others. So I always say you can use just because it's conflict, don't run from it straight away. See if we can kind of lean into this, fix this, sort this, even resolve this. Because sometimes you can learn great lessons from people who uh, you, you've heard probably people share stories where they say, you know, I never liked that person at the start, mm. but I gave them a chance and then we become buddies. So there is always that, too. And you can sometimes learn a lot because sometimes 
it's not that we're very different it's that we're too alike can sometimes be the issue if you've got two personality types yeah. that are say similar that can be abrasive and, and sometimes like both parties would be well aware of the conflict and in a way that's easier than to deal with because you know everything is on the table and you both probably would acknowledge that you've got to to, to get along to get along um, but other times you'll have one person utterly unaware unaware that they're causing all yeah. of this strife and stress amongst their colleagues I mean and it, it often strikes me it's very difficult to bring that up with them you know hey Mark by the way you really annoy us yeah I know and it is and this is the thing but however it needs to be brought up because look we're, we don't most people don't like conflict I know some people do but most people don't like conflict so the path of least resistance is walk the other way but the problem is if that is grating you in the background and it's becoming a, a, a it's, you know, it's gnawing at your very soul it becomes like a pressure cooker and one day then you blow up at that person and that person's going what's wrong with them you know had a no notion that they've been agitating you or their you know behavior or words have been you felt disrespected for a real key i give with this and i always share this in workshops i call it the xyz if you ever want to say something to someone you don't say it in the heel of the hunt never say something that annoyed but, you know, when the time is right, X, Y, Z, you talk about, you made me feel X because of Y and Z is how I prefer to be treated. And just putting it in that simple, that's my go-to, that's how I'm going to word it. Because sometimes we work ourselves up, how am I going to say it to them? How? No, just say, you made me feel this way because of that. And here's how I'd like to be treated going forward. And another little caveat to that, I would always say is bring to them and say, look, I know that might not bother you. But if you were me feeling like this, you wouldn't like to let it continue. You'd want to say something. So this is me saying something. I hope it falls on ears that hear it. Mm. You know, it's not going to be easy, but at least you've got a little go to. And sometimes it's having the what words and how to approach it. Tact is important, but timing is just as important. I wonder to what degree the return to the office post-COVID as well as complicated relationships that, you know, people got used to behaving a certain way because they were well just either surrounded by family or they were completely on their own and maybe they're bringing some of those bad habits back with them. There is this, and, and certainly something I've noticed, um, it's come up in, in quite a few workshops, something that I wouldn't have seen there as much maybe, say, five years ago. And that is that, People have felt, and I don't mean this in a negative sense, but they kind of, I suppose, have a little bit more entitlement than they might have had beforehand. And I mean that in the nicest of ways. What I mean is they've had it comfortable at home. They've had their their ways of making their coffee and, you know, they've been home office, basically. And now they're back in the canteen again. This kind of I've got to collaborate here doesn't kind of gel with me. I've lost touch with what it means to be a part of a team. And I've seen more of that pop its head up. People basically getting set in their ways. They're, they're, for example, an office they maybe were in for five years, but with COVID, they, they now haven't been there for a couple of years. They're now kind of half agitated before they even set foot back in the office. So when they go there and then there's no milk in the fridge, you know, it's it's a bigger thing than it may would have been before. People have become quite insular due to COVID. And I see that there is this kind of, I suppose, having to reintegrate just being part of a team and not everything will be our way and not every idea will be, you know, our idea. Not every idea we suggest will be even agreed to. I've seen a lot more that adjustment have to take place than I maybe would have seen, mm. you know, pre-COVID, interestingly enough. All right. Listen, interesting observations and good advice as well. Mark, thanks so many for joining us. Mark Fennell, Life Coach. A lot still to come on the show, including after the break, the mounting costs of battling cybercrime. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.